Good to have everybody here today, you online as well, and uh, I hope everybody had a wonderful 4th of July. <clears throat> Anybody have to stay up a little later than you normally do because of the fireworks around? <clears throat> Probably most of us did. It was, uh, I know we had a good time with our some of our family at our house, <clears throat> shot off a few uh, fireworks ourselves. That's not been my cup of tea. I haven't really done that a lot in my life. <clears throat> Just shot off fireworks. Nor have I paid for fireworks. But I did last night. I paid 20 bucks. <laughs> it got all I needed. So we watched everybody around us. It was, it was awesome. So glad to have you here. We're in a series called uh, Upside Down Living, and we're talking about, we're talking about the Sermon on the Mount is where we are, and we're in the Beatitudes. And the passage that we're looking at this week is from f chapter 5, verse 5, <clears throat> Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, one of the things we've done each week is we've looked at some other passages and kind of some other versions. Here's what uh, they say the New Century Version says. They are blessed who are humble, for the whole earth will be theirs. This is a New International Reader's Version. <clears throat> blessed are those who are free of pride, they will be given the earth. And here's the message. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. As we've talked about before, this is kingdom language. Jesus, before these passages, started talking about the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is Jesus talking about what it means to be in the kingdom with him. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And my question is, is what is meekness? What is meekness? What does it mean to be meek? Before we get into that, let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. <clears throat> Lord, of all the Beatitudes, I find this Beatitude the hardest to grasp. It's the hardest to put into my life. And I think it's hard for a lot of us. What does it mean to be meek. Yet, God, we know that your son was. He was meek and lowly in heart. And so we see that even in Jesus. And we want to be like Jesus. We want to be like him. So, Lord, I pray that you will guide us in this. And as we think about all those people on that hillside, as we see them, Lord, I know that I know that there were many who were meek in that audience that day. And so, Lord, I ask that you help us understand kind of what this is. 
and be with us. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Now, most of us, when we hear the word meek, for me, most of us would say that represents weakness in many ways. Timidity. Someone who is feeble or maybe even frightened. And I don't know how many of you would consider yourself a meek individual. But on the other side of that, let's take the opposite side of that, because if you have the opposite side of that, you have those who are the bold, those who are the powerful, those who are the rich, those who are the beautiful, those who are the privileged, those who are the entrepreneurs, those who often step on others and don't really care that they do so. That's the opposite of being meek. And that's our world that we live in over here, is we live in this world of people being not meek. And if you are meek, there's something wrong with you because you're supposed to be a person who is bold, who is out there, who is, is powerful. And you see that as our culture is what that is. We have a culture of this. How many of you... And so my question is here is, is this, what does the word meek mean? What does it actually mean? Now, I think it's interesting in, I, when you look at this in the Greek, because the New Testament was written in the Greek, that you get the words meek, you get the word humble, and you get the word gentle from those same words. But... Was Jesus Greek? No. He was actually Hebrew. And he actually spoke in Hebrew. And so, to look at this passage, you have to go back and you have to look at the word meek in the Hebrew to actually understand what Jesus is trying to say to us here. And so, as we look at that word meek, in the Old Testament, it was those who were subjugated, those who were victimized, those who were beaten down, those who were powerless. Now, let me ask you a question here. How many of you actually, actually feel like there's times in your life when you have been there, when you've been subjugated, when you've been victimized, when you've been beaten down, when you've been that powerless person in your life? Have you ever been there? Because I think most of us have. Now, remember on that hillside that day, there were a lot of different people. And Jesus, as we've talked about, as we've been listening, as we've been trying to study this, we're looking at this as an invitation that Jesus is inviting those who are, who mourn, those who do, who are meek. I want to invite you into the kingdom of heaven because those who are meek, I want to invite you in because you will inherit the earth. Now, the people that inherit the earth are not those people, right? So, I went out this week and I bought something because there's, there's a group of people who were the Jews who were living in Roman captivity, basically. The Rome had kind of taken over everybody there, 
And so Rome had a way of if you went, if they went in, if all, if Rome went in and they said, hey, we're here and we want to take over you, you need to pay us taxes. And if they didn't, what would they do? They just take it, take them out. And if they didn't do what they wanted them to do, they put them on a cross. So I don't know if you can see this. I got, got a little cross necklace. Probably won't ever wear it, but I got one. I don't know if you can see it. I'll put it up against this. A little cross necklace. It's got some nails that are actually the crossbars, which kind of is a symbol of Jesus. But what I thought was interesting about this is, is this in, in, in the Greek, we, we call this the cross. Its actual name in the Greek is execution stake. It's an execution stake is what it is. And so to keep people subjugated, victimized, powerless, if somebody did something wrong, what would they do? They would put them on the execution stake right as you came into town and they would put them up there so that you would pass by and see, we are the powerful, we're the ones that are in charge, don't go against us. Now, you had, you had the opportunity to. Everybody had an opportunity. They had the opportunity, they wanted to, they could be the zealots. And that's what you see, you saw many Jewish zealots in that day. But then there were the people that go... I'm just going to have to live in this place right here amongst all of this, and somehow I'm just going to have to get by. Now, when the Romans came in, they needed land, they needed houses, they needed stuff. Sometimes they just took it. They took what they wanted to. They just took it as they would. And it was the ones that were the powerful, the ones that were rich, the ones that were the bold, the ones that were, had everything all right. Those were the ones that didn't, they didn't go after because they needed them to actually help out with the, the country. No, they went after the poor. They went after the victimized. And so you see all these people on this hillside who were probably sitting there to that day going, this is difficult. And Jesus said, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So what does meek mean? Okay, let me give you my definition of meek. How many of you have a, an Instapot at your house? Anybody? Some of you have an Instapot at your house. Okay. My wife refused to get an Instapot. She just refused until the pandemic until the coronavirus, and she said, I'm going to give that a try. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's changed our life. <laughs> I'm serious, it's changed our life. I mean, I mean that Instapot, it's a pressure cooker. That's what it is. That's all it is, is a pressure cooker. But you put carrots in there, and within minutes, they're soft. You don't have to wait two hours for them to boil on a stove. It's like amazing. It's like, wow. We did, we did pulled pork yesterday for our family that was coming over and says, we, we put that in there. And I mean, the bone just, 
It just came out because it was just so tender. I mean, I was like, in everything. I mean, it's, it's, it's been an amazing, it's changed my life. I mean, I've gotten things, I've eaten things that I've never been eaten before because it takes too much time to actually make them. I mean, we did brown beans, dried brown beans yesterday. Just like that. I mean, it's just like, whoa. Why is that possible? Why is that possible? Because in that pot, there is built up pressure that helps with the cooking. Here's what meekness is, okay? Meekness is this. Meekness is pressure under control. It's pressure under control. Now, I don't know how many of you have a temper, but you understand this, that there's a point to where your pressure builds up inside to a point to where I can go for a while, but there's going to come a point where I'm going to blow my top. In fact, there's a little thing on the top of that instant pot. You go like this, it goes, lets all the pressure out. It's awesome. How many of us are actually meek people, meek individuals? And how many of us actually live as meek individuals? All right, let me get going here. I want to talk about a couple other things here. First of all, it says the meek will inherit the earth. The meek will inherit the earth. Now, for them, they actually saw this, and they went and they go, you know what? I know exactly what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about Psalm 37, because five times in there it talks about inheriting the earth or the land. The word is used as both, inherit the earth or inherit the land. So, we're going to inherit the land. And Jesus is saying those that are meek are going to inherit the land. So, listen to this verse. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in, this way, in His way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Okay, all these things are talking about, every one of these things are talking about what it means to be meek. Jesus is helping them understand a meek person, an individual who is meek, is someone who, be, who is waiting on, Lord, on God and being still before Him, and they are being patient, and they are being submissive to the Lord. In other words, my life is surrounded by one thing. I give all the control over to God. I give my, I submit to him. The reason Jesus was a meek individual is because Jesus obeyed his Father in everything that he did. In everything that he did, he obeyed his Father. He submitted to him. Now, that's not something we like to do, is it? We're not people who like to submit to anything. It's very difficult for us to submit. And I know how hard it is for some of you to be here and be with masks on when you don't want to. 
None of us do. But you're here because you love one another. And it's out of love that we put those face masks on for now. I'm submitting to another person. Meekness does not come without love. Meekness does not come without love. So refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Don't blow your top. Don't blow your top. Fret not. Don't worry yourself. It tends only to evil. For evil, for the evil shall be cut off. For those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at this place, his place, he will not be there. But, but what? But the who? But the meek, the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant, in abundant peace. The people Jesus wants into his kingdom, he is inviting them into his kingdom, are people who are meek. People who are still before the Lord and trust in him. I'm going to submit myself to the Lord. I'm going to submit myself to another individual. I'm going to submit myself to someone else. I'm going to place myself under control. Under control. I made my son a... uh, a leather knife sheath for his knife. Made it so he could put it on his belt and carry it around when he wanted to. And he's in construction. He said, yeah, I need some to do stuff. Sometimes I'm always cutting stuff. And so I, need, I said, okay, I'll make you one. So I made it for him. How many of us metaphorically, let's go metaphorically here, How many of you metaphorically, if approached by something you didn't like, you actually, you have a difficult time knowing when to take the knife out or leave it in the sheath? You understand what I'm saying there? You you get that point? The point is, is that sometimes I need to just leave it there and walk on and not worry about what just happened to me? Because a lot of us, if someone approaches us, what's the first thing we do? If I raise my voice, what are you going to do? You're going to raise your voice, aren't you? Most of us do. If I raise my voice and we get an angry, then the only thing I can do is do what? Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who are under control. That pressure is under control. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the land. Listen to this in in Revelation chapter 5. And they sang a new song. And they sang a new song. Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed, you ransomed people for God, from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, 
and they shall reign on the earth. These people, we, they shall reign. We, those who are worthy, shall inherit the land. Jesus is saying, hey, there is a kingdom I want you to be a part of. I want you to be a part of this kingdom. And those who are worthy are those who mourn. And those who are worthy are those who are meek. And those who are worthy are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. And those who are worthy are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. And Jesus says, I've done all of them. I've done all of them. I've been where you are. And Jesus submitted himself to his Father and went to the cross. Even with groanings and things, he submitted himself to the Father. He kept he kept it under control. Matthew 11, Matthew 11, verses 28 through 29, <clears throat> was, I always said was my father's favorite passage because every time he ended a sermon, my dad, almost every single time, he would use this verse. Come to me, all you, and I remember in the King James, all you who are weary and heavy laden. Remember that? All you who, are, who labor are in a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. That word lowly, gentle, for I am meek and lowly in heart. I am meek. Jesus, the Lord of our lives, our Savior, is begging us, begging each and every one of us to be meek individuals to keep it under control. I don't know. I, I'm probably, like many of you, there have been times in my life that I regret, regret how I came back at somebody, how I talked to somebody, how I said something to somebody, and I wish more than anything I kept my mouth shut. And I just relied on God to take care of it. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I pray that each and every one of you, you can put on your mask, I pray that each and every one of you will strive to be a meek individual. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is the hardest for me, this is the hardest beatitude of every single one of them that he speaks about, that Jesus does. 
It's hard to be meek. It's hard to see other people's needs before you see yourself. It's hard to have someone come at you and want something from you, and you want to retaliate back, or they do something to you. It's so easy to retaliate back. And as we get into the Sermon on the Mount, you're going to see in the Sermon on the Mount every single one of these Beatitudes spoken about by Jesus, spoken about by Him. I pray that each of you, pray that each of you will be individuals who will strive to be meek, strive to be like Jesus. Let's stand and sing. Come to 